welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by, I think I said Zach Jackson, Shin, Zach Jackson, We're, uh, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello, it's because you want to call yourself Zach Action, I know it. <laughs> it is, it is. That was my nickname in, in school, do you believe that? No. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, also joining us is Nathan Hennessy. G'day, it's me, Nathan Hennessy. Uh, and also joining us is Jorshin Garcia. I don't even know how to respond to that. It's uh, a bit racist. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> um, how are we all today? Yeah, we're off to a blinding start, mate. I'm cold and excellent. Game of Christmas. Pretty, pretty keen, eh? I patted my cat. Has... um. Game of Claws come for you? I think he might have. Did you leave uh, Doritos and Mountain Dew out for him? <laughs> well, so no, That's what happened was he, he, he kicked down my door and he had a, a case and what was inside the case was a lump of coal and he threw it at my face. That's just a bearded SWAT officer, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well. Anyway, let's get straight into it because we've got a big, uh, big app. We're going to be covering the... Um, Game Awards. Oh, sorry, Summer Games Fest. It's all Jeff Sorry, uh, sorry I just had a message on, on my phone, which was uh, a bit more important than. Damn, missed the podcast. Do you want to take that, mate? No, no, it's all good. Um, no, yeah, so we'll be discussing the Summer Games Fest, which happened uh, two days ago as of time of recording. And we'll also be uh, in the future in a little bit um, wrapping up the Bethesda Xbox showcase. But let's go back t- to Friday first. Uh, hello to the cat uh, that's also <laughs> joining us. All right, so before we go into the um, Summer Games Fest wrap-up, quickly, I rolled credits on the quarry earlier today, finally. the uh, I mean, if you've listened to the past... Uh, two podcasts or two or three, you'll have an idea of what the game is. But if you have not, and if you don't know what the quarry is, it is a game from Supermassive Games who did Until Dawn. This The, the quarry is a spiritual successor uh, to Until Dawn. It is a campy teen horror set in the modern time, uh, yeah, at a summer camp where you play as one of X amount of counsellors who have decided to have one last uh, blowout before heading back home uh, and then obviously events that precede that decision don't go to plan and then you have to basically survive the night by doing simple interactions like QTEs as, as well as uh, making choices uh, that will push or uh, that will take the narrative in in X amount of ways. There's a lot of ways that this game can go. I think uh, what they say is like 1,200 different endings or something like that, or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, look, I've seen one, so I think that... uh, there's there's one ending per hour of quote unquote gameplay in Cyberpunk. Sorry, not Cyberpunk. Uh, Dying Light. Two. Yeah, right. Nice. Um, but no, this is um this is really good. I really really did enjoy this. It kind of again that you know that trying to cram it into a very short. Uh, playtime for the review because I've been behind a bit so it kind of didn't have I didn't love it as much towards the end but I did quite enjoy it I think it's definitely up there with Until Dawn I have to write my review before I 
think if it's better, I think it might be. I think it's actually going to be better than Until Dawn. So huge. yeah, like uh, I think on the on the, the last potty, I said it it starts off a bit slow, which it did because I was I was you know I was waiting for it to get to that part, but which was past the preview. Uh, and I guess yeah, once it gets past the preview and then into the second half of the game, things kind of do, do, do like ramp up and you are making a lot of uh, split decisions, sorry, split second decisions that, you know, can make or break uh, certain characters. Um, there is a mechanic which is called Death Rewind, which allows you to basically go back and rectify any mistake that you have made you get yeah you get three of those i was torn between using them because i was like well if i've made this call to go this way uh i should live with the consequences of my of my actions i used all three death rewinds so (laughs) (laughs) did you use them like in in the first half or the back half in the back half, in the back half, that's when things get get real hot. When they're ramping one up, of them, yeah. one of them, I uh, I'm trying to think of the first one I used. I can't recall what's the the first one I used, but I know that I I fucked up, or I just yeah, like I fucked up. Like I made a I made a call, but I you know I didn't want to make that call, even though I made that call. The second one, I it was like a puzzle, and I didn't. I'd already. Like I didn't quite understand what the puzzle, how to solve it until it was too late. And then when I had made this, this decision, a camera view sort of gave me the answer that I was looking for. So I was like, oh, well, whatever. But that uh, there are certain things, so there are, there are certain deaths that will take you back further. So if you decide to, you want to rewind, it can actually, you can actually go back quite a fair way or a decent way think i maybe lost 30 to 40 minutes of game time not lost sorry but i had to go back and replay because uh, i wanted to change a d- decision that i'd made uh which was fine because it, it wasn't too bad but it was a little bit frustrating but um the third one uh yeah no i was like no i'm having that one back i am i'm just shit uh, and I should have done that, but anyway, the, but then I actually so up at I used all three rewinds. I had no no one had died yet. Uh, I finished the game with two deaths. So out of nine, uh, that's that's not too bad, really, is it? Yeah, and it's so I was at a dinner on Thursday, and I was chatting with some people who were also playing the quarry, and they were just sort of saying that you know it's a it's a ninety uh eighties teen horror film you know people should die like if you're not killing people you're playing it wrong kind of thing um so Good way to look at it um so yeah i mean that's why i was kind of like oh, i should live with these so basically when i did re- rewind i pretty much did everything the same except obviously the part where they died um and there were some decisions that i had made that, that i knew were going to have certain impacts later on but i still um saw those through which actually sorry let me rephrase. I killed two of the counselors. I killed multiple people. I reckon I killed like five or six people. Um, big old uh, old David Arquette. He, uh, sorry mate, he's um, restart <laughs> the game. We can't have he's that. Like, he 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 didn't cut the mustard. You are he's, the weakest uh, link. Yeah uh, yeah. Anyway, game was good. Uh, if you really liked Until Dawn or those other the 
the Dark Pictures games, this is you should definitely play this. There is a movie mode. Um, the only thing that I will knock against it is it's no troll and I. It was a bit janky on PC. It was a bit janky on PC. Uh, but good fun, good voice acting. Uh, all the characters play their tropes and their you know stuff very well. Uh, yeah, good. I reckon. I reckon I'm sitting about an eight point five. It's probably about twelve-ish hours long. Nice, good length, good length. I think there needs to be more games around that length. So tw- I said twelve. Said twelve. Uh, fucking fuck that. You said twelve inches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Good time. All right. Let's get straight into. Wait. Does anyone have any other questions for the quarry? No. Oh, did did you That's kill? Wasn't really my cuppa. Did you kill fan favourites or two shitheads that you didn't enjoy? I killed a fan favourite. Oh, heartbreaking. I killed, one, I killed one of the babes, man. I was oh, gutted. so that's, that's why it's only a 9 or a 10. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss I, in that I, case. I will say there are some fucking brutal moments in that game. Like, Good. It is, it's pretty fucking awesome. Like, There's one part where you have to... like and, like. These games do this stuff really well where you have to make these split second calls and you just, you're like, fuck, like, what, like, you know, what do I do? Um, but no, it's good fun. All right. So Friday was the Summer Games Fest with big old Jeffy K, um, or Special K, as, as he's known around the well played waters. Uh, so we kicked, th- okay, you know, very, very quickly before we wrap up the, the show. Give me fifteen seconds each. Don't you don't have to give me titles? But uh, were you happy or in the middle or dissatisfied with uh, what you saw on Friday, Nathan? So between the uh, sci-fi showings and a few big hitter-looking JRPGs, particularly coming out of the Genshin Impact Studios. I'm pretty chuffed, I must say. I'm I'm really keen to see what this year has in store for the the weeaboos and the nerds. It's looking good. Nice, Jordan. Uh, you know, had some highs, had some lows, but uh, overall, pretty solid show. Adam. Yeah, look, with the the expectations that old special case set, I was pretty happy, and there were a couple little first looks and announcements that were a little bit exciting. So yeah, pretty good overall. Nice. Um, yeah, pretty much the same as everyone. The only, I thought the the closer was a bit weak, sure. personally. Yeah. Sure. But, yep. but we'll discuss, and I think it was, I mean, it was made even weaker because of reasons that we'll get into. But uh, all right. So kicking things off was actually, this is another thing. I should say the, the opening and the closer I thought were kind of weak. Yep. Uh, I thought kicking things off with a character from Street Fighter Six, probably not strongest move um and it made me wonder like is this is this, is this sort of what we like did you, when jeff said don't expect too many announcements it's mostly going to be announced shit i was like well is this what it's really going to be like like um uh but um anyway so street, street fighter 6 we we got to see guile but we again we already knew that guile was going to be part of it any thoughts on uh sorry because we of the character leak earlier uh, in the week. Any thoughts on Guile? 
Great hair. He's not Paul from Tekken, though, is he? Mate, nah. he, uh, how much product reckon is in there? I like how they still advertise him as representative of the American populace. So he is America's hero. Mate, yeah, well, I mean, he's fighting on 40 a... years too late, but yeah, why not? He's fighting on an aircraft carrier and he's got a big old Star Spangled Banner on his arm. He's an absolute chad, isn't he? <laughs> how about the, the, the goatee, though? That is. That's impressive. He's, he's, he's a looker. He's a looker. All right, the second one was Aliens Dark Descent, which when this popped up, uh, I guess the little cinematic trailer at the start, Adam, you and I were watching this together, so we were kind of, um, I think you might have picked it as Aliens uh, when it was on, but this is from Focus Home, sorry, uh, Focus Entertainment and someone else, I'm not too sure, but a name I didn't recall, but uh, yeah, so the trailer looked pretty sick, but then came the gameplay. And you and I, and you said what I was thinking. Yep, there goes my interest in the game because it's like an isometric <laughs> sort of game. But it's like uh, a tactics Nathan, game, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. But uh, kind yeah, like of, I thought yeah. Nathan, you and uh, Jordan, that seems like something you would play. Yeah, for sure. I, I love a good tactics game. Yeah, I me too. I mean, I wasn't at, at all blown away by the trailer whatsoever. It it really didn't do anything special. So. I'll just keep an open mind with this one. But look, I, th- there's no buzz on my part. It looks like it could be my cup of tea. That's all mm. I'd say on it. Cool. Uh, we got more gameplay for the Callisto Protocol. We actually saw, uh, what was it, like a a Glenn Schofield cut of the trailer we saw previously. So we're three titles in or three trailers in and one's a character from Street Fighter Six, and one's a trailer that we've already seen. So I was like, fuck, why did I get up at 4 a.m. for this, Jeff? Uh, but then we got to see some actual proper gameplay. Uh, it looks like Dead Space. That's, it's um, Dead Space. <laughs> they couldn't it make is. it any more obvious, eh? Hey? Um, yeah, like I, I was hoping it would be a little bit more different, but uh, it is like ripped. Like the stomping, the, the UI with the yeah. health and yeah. all that. But it looks good though. Like I, I'm, I, th- I think it looks very cool, very brutal as well. I love that kill uh, inside the the cogs or whatever it is, the machinery. It was grotesque. Of, yeah, it was good. Jordan, any thoughts on uh, on that? Uh, well, you know, as a Dead Space fan, it just made me happy. If you... All right, here's a question for you both. No, sorry, for all three of you. If you could only play the Clister Protocol or the Dead Space remake, which one are you choosing? Oh, that's a hard one based on I, what we've seen I so far. I would say... Callisto because it's new. I can always revisit old Dead Space. Okay. You know what? He's convinced me. I'll take that one as well. Adam's nodding as well. So that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, I'm in. I'm in for. I'm in for new. Good. Good call, Jordan. All right. Um. The next one was Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, which next. Yeah, like I didn't. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Like I don't mind the COD campaigns. Uh, this was like a. Uh, so the trailer is called Official Dark Water Level Gameplay. So I, I thought it was kind of cool with with the containers and that moving across the ship, but yeah, it didn't do too much for me. Uh, and then they they got on stage and started talking about water the, physics, the water physics. Uh, and I was like, that, AI. that that was where they exactly that's where they lost me with ghosts, and I had big ghost flashbacks. I didn't like ghosts. Well, where are also, the characters from ghosts? 
No, he is Ghost. His oh, name thought, is okay. Ghost. I thought he was Eventually, called Ghost that, because he's from Ghost. Well, that's kind of that. They tried to build a lot of artificial marketing behind Ghost. Not, a, you know, Ghost is a face, but no one really gives a fuck. So then they made yeah. the Ghosts game thinking that that would print money. And yeah, right. It kind of did. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, in general just prints money. Mm. I think we're just a bit overexposed to Modern Warfare 2 at the moment as well. Because we had like the, the reveal of the cover. We had the gameplay reveal. Then we had like the big info dump with everyone doing previews. Then we had like, it's just too much black and green. Let's just calm down. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think a lot of it has exciting. to do like, oh, absolutely. It, it's, it's also quite difficult to be overly excited for Call of Duty because they don't change a whole lot per release. And I feel bad because you hear all these people that go like, oh, we work so hard on like these campaigns and they never come off as anything more than just a generic shooter campaign. Mm. Well, uh, I mean, like, and sometimes you know, Nathan uses this term all the time, you know, uh, like fast food or something. What do you call it? Or junk, yeah, junk food. food. Or yeah. yeah, junk food. Yeah. Um, totally is. Too. And, that, and that's how I find COD. Like sometimes yeah, I just absolutely. want to play a dumb shooter that just makes me feel like a bit of a tank. Will, uh, will you gobble this one up on release? No. Just because? I think I will, only because I've been doing it for so long, but I'll do it with no enthusiasm. Look, I'll tell you, like if a weekend someone feed. gets a code, I'm bumming off their account. I'm not going to pay <laughs> for this. Oh, fair call. No, we don't do that here at World War Play. We're, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the we, we, eBay we Games just, Return policy. Professionals. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Uh, uh, yes, uh, sorry, I had a thing I was going to say, but I've forgotten it, so we'll move on to... Uh, flashback, sorry, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 comes out on the October 28th. Yeah, sorry, the thing I was going to say is that surely they could have fucking picked a better name. They could have made it. Why? Why does it have to be... Marketing. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> it's recognizable and it was a, a series that people loved. So but just, they're, just, they're I, I would not be surprised nostalgia. Yeah, if, if a lot of people would be like, I'm going to buy this purely because the original Modern Warfare 2 was so fun for me. Yeah, but yeah. do it like... Yeah. Mm, no. Nah. No, 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 I, I, I completely understand and I agree like with you. It's modern just... Warfare water fights or something. I don't know. Uh, I you've you've already put more thought into it, Zach. I modern know. Warfare contracts. And they could do... Yes. And instead of having actual guns, they can use um, water pistols and stuff like that. Really put those water dynamics to the test. That's it, mate. It's, See, I'm trying it's to... It's very slowly turning into Splatoon. <laughs> you know, Warframe once uh, every summer has a a water fight game mode. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's great. There you go. All right, then we got Flashback Two, which was um, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Just one of those low bar jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Somehow got both Nathan and I though. That's great. Got a chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a sequel to the ni- 1992 original. And it will continue the story of Conrad and his fight against the Morphs. Uh, any any feelings on this one? I like I like the look of it. That's all I could say. I, I didn't play the original flashback. I you know I, I might bounce off it, but I like the look of it. Mm. I I didn't exist when the original flashback came out, so I don't think any of us did. Did they? Wait, no, no, two. Shit, definitely did, bro. No, I I sorry, I thought about it, thought it was a different game for a second. He's having a crisis. I am. I thought about Pitfall. <laughs> uh, I did this the other day. Didn't I say that to you when we were watching it? Yes. Is it Pitfall? Yes, you did. <laughs> You're like, is this Pitfall? I'm like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, He's still convinced it's Pitfall. I know, right? Fucking hell. Uh, I'll keep an eye on it. 
All right, then next up, we got a game that I hope to see here. So tick for me. Uh, and it is Witchfire. We got a proper... Well, okay, no, I think we've seen gameplay before, but we got a new gameplay showing. Yeah, a fresh uh, look. A fresh look at, at the game. I'll give my thoughts in a second. Jordan, are you all, this is probably, Jordan and Nathan, this is more of a genre that you two like. Adam, I know you're keen, but what do you think? Nathan, give I... me yours. Give, give me yours first. <laughs> I want to yeah. start with the solid pad. I had to ruffle a few feathers here because maybe I don't know what this game's trying to be. Uh, initially, I thought it was maybe going to be like a, a, a almost a AAA quality uh, shooter, but this really does feel more like an arena shooter that we got in the mid-2000s, something like Painkiller, which Zach has corrected me, would probably feature some of the developers from that game. Is that right? Yeah, so yeah, this so is look- from, was it Flying, no, Punching Wild Hogs? No, not Flying Punching Wild, Wild Hogs. No. I always get the teams mixed up. No, but, it's... But- um- it was like the the bullet storm dudes, right? Yeah, like, fucking. Yeah. Is it flying wild hog? Surely people can fly. People, people can, can fly as bullet storm. There you go. People I always fly. make that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Same. What well, did I say? Punching <laughs> wild hogs is the fucking best. <laughs> punching wild. Hog. Um. <laughs> oh dear. No. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's got those devs who also did the vanishing of Ethan Carter. So this is their second game. Right. Right. So of course that was. A good game. I, th- I think a lot of us quite like that. So mm. I think I think it was an issue of expectations for me. I think the first thing that got me that showed that th- this is kind of a smaller project than maybe I'd anticipated was the fact that very early on you see them do like a, a shotgun blast or something that's supposed to stagger like six dudes and they all have the exact same stagger animation. And yep. then it all sort of felt very clear to me that this was going to be, you're going to be shooting hordes of the same identical monsters in fairly similar settings. That may not be a bad thing. As I said, my expectations need to be adjusted for this one. I would recommend you, and I mean this in, in like a nice way, I'm not being like, you should go fucking read this, but I would uh, encourage you to go and read the, the blog post because it explains quite a bit about the choices that they've made for the development of the game because mm. I'm a little bit like you. So when this game first was announced, it sounded like it was going to be or looked like it was going to be a single-player shooter like your Dooms, your Wolfensteins, you know, those kinds of games. And then... Uh, I think it was going to be, and then they pivoted to more like a looter shooter, but not a looter shooter. Right. Um, and they explained why they did that. I th- and uh, and I know that they're big fans of the show, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I believe it was because because of the investment, um, because of the yeah. So th- this this game is from a studio called The Astronauts. Adams just mentioned who are made up of people from People Can Fly. And punch wild hogs, but um, so <laughs> the decision was that because of the investment and the time they spent making this game, they need to milk it for longer. Basically, that a single player game is not going to yeah. won't give them enough return on, on investment, or it's it's something like that. It might not be as egregious as I'm making it sound, but it's basically to that effect that they want they want it to be ongoing rather than just a once-off, you buy it, you play yeah. it, and, that, and you move on kind of thing. They so that's where I kind of came, because I looked at it and I actually got a lot of um, like Vermintide vibes from it, which that that's a game you can play for a while, because that's not really a looter in the sense that like you know you kill things and pick stuff up and you keep it. Uh, it's more gear-based that you get at the end of, say, a mission or whatever. Mm. And so I kind of got that vibes in the flow of the gameplay. Yeah, so I'm... 
I'm less keen than I was initially, but I've said that a couple of times here already, but I, I'm really interested in the world and the story that they're, well, the premise that they've got around this. Um, so I'm cool. I, I'm excited to see it grow. It, the only other, the only thing that I would say that uh, goes, not sorry, not goes against, but I have similar thoughts to what Nathan had with the gameplay. But the only why, the only probably reason why it's not not that big of a deal yet is because I know it's launching in early access. So it's coming to early access first uh, at the end of this year. It would be exclusive to the Epic Game Store um, for early access. Which, if you read the Steam comments, sorry, the Reddit comments, uh, a lot of Steam stands are uh, not too pleased about that. Um, Steam stands can shut up. Yeah. Honestly. So and like I like I actually like I replied to one of the threads just being like i don't quite understand if you were super excited for a game like why wouldn't you just fucking buy on epic game store like it's it's not that big of a fucking deal i don't get what the big fucking deal is change it's not even change that there was that rumor that the you know they're mining all your data to send back to china which is completely false but remember they did the exact same thing with origin like 10 yep. 12 years ago yep people and grow then, up eventually and then they go on about how oh the epic launcher is buggy even though i've had more issues with steam than i have had with epic um it's just yeah it's they're, they're going you're ruining our flexibility it's like no you're not you're not they're not saying you need to buy a specific graphics card to use the epic launcher it's download an application yeah i i don't really get it but whatever um yeah, so Adam, quickly your thoughts on Witchfire. I'm keen. I I can't hear. Love that. Still can't. It hear. looks good. <laughs> hey, he says it's looking he says pretty it, he good. Says it's good. He's just gonna two fix thumbs his, up from the big boy. Uh, his audio problems. All right, moving on from Witchfire. Yeah, it looks good. Um, nice. Uh, the only sorry, the only quick thing I didn't rate about Witchfire just quickly is that it said coming soon at the end of the trailer. So I was like, oh, it's going to be coming soon. Then I went. Back, and then I read their blog post and it says it's in Q4 still. I'm like, that's not really soon. That's like three months I mean, away. it kind of is. We're nah, soon like, to me is like next three months, like coming soon. Like they should have just yeah. said coming Q4 2022. But that's, I mean, like if, I it, mean, if anyway. it's, it's... Yeah, yeah, go on. Move on. Uh, then next was Fort Soils, which is another game from... Solace, not Soils. What? Well, sorry. <laughs> Uh, another Fort, me, mate. another game from We Punch Hogs. <laughs> Fort Solace, uh, which is a new studio called Fallen Leaf, uh, and it is starring everyone's favourite voice actor, Troy Baker mm. and Roger mm. Clark. And they got up on stage to talk about this. Did they say who it was published by? Ooh, that's an excellent question. Or did I... I think it's Focus Home, isn't it? Or did I make... No, it's not. No. Nah. Anyway, Pub- publisher is um, TBA, mate. Yeah, Roger All Clark, the- of course, being Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Two. Hmm. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I believe so. Um, yep. There you go. Uh, what, what do we think about this? This didn't really do a lot for me. I, didn't, I mean, we didn't see much. No, it's not much to show. Yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it gave any other dates and all any other information. So whatever. All right. Keeping in line with the sci-fi theme is routine which which came next and adam was uh adam this probably this trailer was probably going for what for about 10 seconds and i was like 
Is this routine? You just about blew a gasket because I was like, this looks kind of cool. And you were like, wait, 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 is it, wait a second. Is it, is this routine? I'm like, I it don't just, know. I don't know what the like, fuck so routine got is. That, like, got that, like that 80s sort of VHS vibe. And then it went down that, like, there was like a, uh, like a screen, like a tunnel over. And I was like, this looks fucking like routine. And if you don't know what routine is, this is a game that was announced 10 years ago. I was fucking pumped for. I, I'm st- I'm still part of the Reddit. I still go on it on it quite often, and everyone's fucking winning this. Th- this game got a release date in March 2017. That release date came and went. Uh, I think they might have said that hey, it's been delayed for a couple of weeks because we just we're just patching something up. Never heard from again. That was the last time they actually um, publicly commented on the game. So everyone did just assume this game was dead dead in the water uh but no it, it resurfaces here it looks looks great they've got a publisher now in raw fury coming to uh xbox consoles and xbox game pass which is very exciting and pc uh, in 2023 i think it might have said uh but you know fingers crossed on that happening uh i'm hoping with a publisher they will definitely it'll definitely launch but yeah no very very ex- exciting very creepy as well the trailer was very cool. Like, I hadn't heard of it at all prior to, to this trailer, and it, it got my attention in a big way. I think it looked excellent, so I'm very keen to see more. Nathan? I'd never heard of it, and so now it looks, you know, looks potentially atmospheric. I'm a sucker for that. Uh, mm. Stay tuned. Uh, Jordan? Yeah, it looks pretty good. I had to love a bit of sci-fi horror. Nice. The only the, the last thing that I'll uh, leave you with is that uh, I might have said this in the Slack, but uh, in 2016, I actually organised a developer with these um, developers, and much like the game, I you know they were like, "Yep, yeah, we'll we'll do uh, an interview in the like in the in the coming months as we as we come up to launch," and then bang, nothing. And I've emailed him like fucking ten times since, maybe not like ten, maybe like six times since then. Also, just trying to get like a bit of a scoop, like, hey, you know, you know, why do you guys disappear? Why does your games fall off the face of the earth? Nothing. Anyway, do you think like to... this game just reappearing? You're gonna wake up in the in a random morning in the next couple of weeks, and he's just gonna be like, yeah, mate, send through your questions. Well, I thought you were gonna say, do you reckon you'll wake up one morning and we'll get an order sequel? But ah, uh... oh, come on. <laughs> You're playing with the monkey's paw there, mate. You'll get this game, but you won't get the day before. Actually, we'll we'll talk about that a bit a bit later towards um, as we wrap up. Then we got uh, Outriders World Slayer came next. Adam, I know that you're a massive fiend for some Outriders. Eight point five, baby. <laughs> oh, love, loves yep. it. There we go. I, I was you, waiting for that. Uh, what are you feeling? Um, this was very much just another trailer showing off some co-op, but we a, a day or so later got a. Uh, another broadcast showing off the the end game content, which was a bit more of a meaty slice of the the new expansion, and it looks the goods. It looks like it has more engaging. Another eight point five. Oh, mate, nine point five. They're getting a whole whole another point. Nah, I please please don't don't take that as gospel. Um, but no, nah, it looks really good. Nathan has teased that he might jump in on this expansion, and that excites me because I uh, I played the game solo. All the way back when it released. I forget, did so. they ever do crossplay? It's on uh, Phil's tab, isn't it? This game. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe he he picked up the cost, but I'm not sure if they ever implemented crossplay. Because yeah, I mean, I, I I finished the game and then my friends weren't 
keen enough to play it, so I never got to play oh, that it. That hurts. Yeah, yeah I can never finish the game. Well, I'm seeing I'm seeing three boys. It's a three player co op game. Well, if if it has so crossplay, does that mean it's for four, sure I'll four play. people? Hey. Well, if 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 you're seeing three boys, does that mean four in total? So someone's got a someone's on the bench, mate. Oh, he thinks it's a menage a trois. Or is it four players? That's it's three. It's player. three. It's isn't it is three? It, is it? It's three ah, players. It's it three? De- definitely three. Oh, that's yeah. right. No, it is three players because it was in that time where there was like three games announced with three if. players, and we're like, what a weird number to have. Just and now your... that's just the norm. Now it's bizarre. It's, it's easier a... to get three uh, folks together than four. Uh, well, we you know, know all too well. You other three can play. I'll um. You watch in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I like that. That's my style. <laughs> uh, right, then we got Stormgate, which is a new game from, uh, which is from Frost Giant Studios. A, it was an announcement. It's a real-time strategy game coming in 2023. Got a cinematic trailer. Uh, showed off a bit of, bit of what's going on. Uh, what did you, what you guys make of this? I'm a bit iffy on RTSs, but the art has me a little interested. I didn't mind the art style for that cinematic trailer that showed us nothing. Mm. I'm not a big you... RTS man, so it bounced off me. But more power to people who are keen. Thanks, mate. Uh, but, but running up to this, we'd had a good slew of like sci-fi, uh, which fire aside. So I, I really just glazed over the cinematic trailer. There was nothing in there for me. And, and, you know, could be an all right game. But I think mm. just the fact that it had come up on the back of like four sci-fi games, it's just like... Uh, yeah. Can we, can we quickly point out the little stab that he's had on the way in there? It's so good. <laughs> which fire aside. So good. <laughs> oh, that's not sci-fi. Um uh. Okay, then we then we got a couple of tasty looking indie games. The first one is High Water, which is set in I believe it's in the no. I don't yes. know that they expressly said question mark because yeah. there is another game called coming called The Cub, which is set in the Gulf Cub Wasteland universe. But this I thought this game was, but maybe it's not. Anyway, this game is called High Water. It's set in a in a world ravaged by climate change. That there tells me it's 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 uh, not in the same universe should just read the fucking sentence uh so high water is a narrative driven isometric survival game from demagogue who's the studio behind golf club wasteland had beautiful little visuals uh and showed off the flooded world any thoughts any anyone keen i think most people yeah i'll get around this i think yeah i depends on how they do uh the survival mechanics it's very very touch and go with me for survival mechanics i'm with jordan cool cool then we got uh american arcadia which Ooh, this looks cool. Looks uh, very cool. It's a single-player game of two halves, where players will switch between a two D, a two point five D platformer and a first-person puzzler, set in a seventies retro futuristic city, where everyone's lives are being broadcast live. It's coming from Raw Fury, who um, have some pretty cool indie. So, Adam, I know you you we're quite keen for this yeah i'll get around this i think it um i like the the concept and i like the the two different gameplay styles i think that it's an intriguing idea so yeah i'm keen to see more from it very very keen cool cool nathan i i'm all for the style here so mm. i was really jazzed up when i saw this so it got me right in the mood immediately and then the trailer just takes you on a journey from there on so I didn't even it didn't even cl- really click for me that this had two halves. I was just wrapped up in the presentation of it all. So, uh, you know that that's enough to have me sold. I'm keen to see more. Nice, 
Jordan, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I'm sold. The idea is really interesting. So, you know, keen to give it a go. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, then we've got one of the most exciting trailers, uh, one of the best trailers of the show. I don't know the actual game itself, but uh, so the Goat Simulator 3 was announced and it was having a red hot crack at uh, ripping off the Dead Island 2 trailer where old mates, uh, you know, going for a bit of bit of a run. Uh, it looks interesting, interesting. There's no Goat Simulator 2. No, that is correct. What a time. Doubling down on the joke. Yeah, good on them. I love it. I don't know what more they can do with the idea, and it might be jumping the shark because they've released a whole bunch of random shit like the the MMO and whatnot, but I'm keen yeah. to, to see what they're going to do. I don't know whether I'll play it, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's piqued my curiosity at the very least. Did you play the first one? Particularly if you're playing with someone else, I think like yes. you've got someone else that can that can enjoy it with you. Yes, by yourself, the joke's kind of lost. Uh, that's I'm sure that will be the case here as well. So I think me and April will indulge on the couch, but I won't touch it otherwise. Cool, cool. This, this trailer made me realise that Dead Island 2's announcement trailer was in 2014. That's still coming, baby. That is disgusting. <laughs> Didn't need that. Is, Thanks, Jordan. How good is that Dead Island 2 is now in the hands of the Homefront developers. How good indeed. How good so anyway, it's the next indeed. game. Uh, then we've got Marvel's Midnight Suns got a release date of October 7, coming to PS5, PS4, Series X, Xbox One and PC. Yeah, boy. A- any thoughts? Okay, okay, just checking. Big thoughts. This is a studio I trust to make a good tactical mm. um, action game. So to stick them with a Marvel license and one that's kind of drawing on a like kind of the Marvel Knights early 2000s run, uh, I, I'm really intrigued. Uh, you know, the story-wise and stuff like that, the presentation, that might be a bit of a flop, but they've got good gameplay credentials. So in, in lieu of an XCOM 3, this one's hitting my list. So this is coming from, is it? Paraxis. Paraxis Games, who did the, the XCOM uh, series. XCOM and Civ, Civilizations. So mm. a team that I quite enjoy. I think Jordan does as well. Absolutely, yeah. Nice. Uh, then we got Cuphead, the, del- the delicious last course, which is actually coming on June 30, so nice and close. Uh, more Cuphead looks like more Cuphead. Still looks hard as balls. Looks like that very game is brutal. Not going to lie, I never got past the tutorial. I couldn't do a jump. Uh, I, I don't I mean, know. I got much further than that, to be I've honest. beaten the first level. Yeah, I think I, think I might have beaten the first level with April, and we were sweating. I think KS has finished it. I think he reviewed it for us. Yeah, he, uh, he likes punishment. Adam, uh, you've got Nathan's number if you're ever going to play it. So just, I was going to uh, say, I'll play the first half of the first level, then I'll just throw it on o- over to, to Nathan to finish it off. Thanks, mate. Much appreciated. Oh, nice one. Tough. Then we, we got, uh, look, if you can beat Cuphead, the last delicious last course, I think you'll have redeemed yourself. Will you stop mentioning it if I do it? I would, I would, I would take that on. Done. I'll, 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 I'll take that. Pledge. I'll take that bet. Jordan, right. I need, I need this part cut out and sent to me. Thanks, mate. Much appreciated. All uh, right, easy, easy. Yeah, twenty bucks. Cheers. No worries. 
Then we've got Neon White, which is a single-player card-based shooter, uh, first-person shooter coming from Annapurna, the publisher and developer. I'm not too sure. Got a trailer, got a new trailer and a release date of June 16 for Switch and PC. Can confirm that Mark has been playing this for a little bit now, so he will have Ooh, a review yeah. on launch. Not sure if I was meant to mention that, but whatever. Um, I can cut it in post if not. That's right. I, there was nothing in in the um, nothing in the embargo, so it's all good. Damn! If this isn't one of the most stylish looking trailers of the show, yeah, that was a cool. thrill. I I don't know what the game's like to play, but it looks fun watching it, and uh, the the card based combat is different i i'm 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 find a bit unusual but yeah uh then we got midnight fight express which i know adam uh made sounds towards so he was quite keen so this is a new this is from one dude yeah yep single man did they did big old jeffy say it's from a single dad no a dad or something he's he's a dad or did i make that up i got by that stage i had stopped listening because i had seen the the title of the game so i was just excited but i know I it's just you. i know it's just one guy and i i don't believe i like i think he's got a job outside of of the development of this game so regardless it's impressive it's one person but mm. yeah it sounds like he's got other shit going on so even more impressive looks cool august 23 uh the playstation consoles xbox consoles switch and pc warframe it's more warframe jordan yep. give us 10 seconds uh, I mean, this is an old trailer that just showed again, pretty much, just with more voiceovers. That's cool. It. Uh, and you'll get uh, uh, more details will c- be coming during Tenacon, which is on Tenocon. June, yeah. June 17. <clears throat> then we got Honkai Star Rail. This looks like fucking Nathan's bread and butter. <laughs> He's got me. Talk to me. Yeah, so Ho- Hoyoverse, the, I think that's how it's called. Pre- previously in- MiHoYo. Yeah, so the Genshin Impact developers have got two games coming for this show. Uh, so this first one, it's uh, it, it's still very much in the vein of their style of uh, you know anime-looking JRPG type things, but apparently they're going for a bit more of a tactical bent this time and it's set sci-fi. In the, yeah, set in the Honkai Impact universe. Whatever that is, I have no it, idea. It was the game that they made before Genshin. I mean, I haven't even played Genshin, so I'm sure, yeah, they, they make games. <laughs> nice, and then we got uh, a, another game from the... Hoyo verse, uh, which was called Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, I don't even recall seeing this. I don't really either. I think the the two of them kind of blended together in a way. Really, I think maybe I was not alive at this stage. But, we may uh, have fallen asleep simultaneously. I reckon Zach, but they I, they went straight from one directly into the other, and the untrained anime eyes that Zach and I had of that morning <laughs> just probably didn't notice, but. I'm sure uh, if I'm gu- I, yeah, I thought that was the same thing. So yeah, yeah my bad. I, I would be very interested to see how they monetize because uh, man, Genshin really gripes me with its monetization. Speaking of, I may be asleep, but I was awake for the next one, which is TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Got a new trailer and which showed off uh, a lot of Casey Jones, which was a good time uh coming on june 16 which is very 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 close so only four days away and a couple days probably even out now by the time this this tried that whatever the fuck this is comes out um yeah game pass too keen for this i'm keen that you're keen for it thanks mate i appreciate that i'm so fucking keen for this game yeah he really is i'm keen in the sense that i love you know the turtles but i'm not a brawler fan just not my style of game. 
Oh, bro. I love that it's just... He's too young. love that it's proper, like, Ninja Turtles, not the new shit-ass Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Not these woke turtles. (laughs) That's it, mate. (laughs) He's SJ Turtles. Um, (laughs) Then we got Humankind... Uh, I thought this game came out like ages ago. Coming to consoles. Oh, coming to consoles. Okay, cool. Yeah, move on. Then we got One Piece Odyssey. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to go through the stuff that's a bit not as exciting. Unless Ooh, someone's careful. excited. No, 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 no one was keen for Hang on, hang on. Sorry. That, that, I'm only saying that because it came out on PC last year. Yeah. So Fair and reasonable. Is anyone keen for Humankind on consoles? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it's a fine game on PC. I think the one, look, the two second pieces that I'd say is the, the trailers still make it look like a Civ game. It's not. It's it's kind of a bat game about managing the resources within your border, and and that in that way, it's a puzzle game. So it irks me that they're still trying to sell it as like a grand strategy game. Like did Civ. you review that for us? I did. Yeah, yeah. had a good time yeah, with it, yeah. but it's not. It's not like Civ at all, and they not still market 5? it like it. No, no, I think it was a seven point five. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, then we got One Piece. Sorry, so Shimokine is making its way to consoles on November four with a new DLC. Uh, One Piece Odyssey got something. I don't. Again, I tuned out for this. This looked. It was mostly cinematic, so we didn't see much in the way of gameplay. It's, it's, a, it's uh, a JRPG. The trailer was very cool, though, wasn't it? Like it was. It oh. felt like the opening to the show. I liked it. it was, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was all the excess of a One Piece opening condensed. Uh, it's a new story from the original manga writer, so that could be interesting for fans. Otherwise, there's not a whole lot shown. It was just excess One Piece silliness. Cool. And we got Metal Hellsinger, which looks fucking pretty fucking rad. Yeah, we mm. give that two thumbs up across the board here at Well Played, I think. There is a demo, I think, on Steam at the moment for Next Fest uh, or Steam Fest or whatever it's called. You would be correct. Yeah, so apparently it's pretty pretty rad. According I think to that's this, what... it says you can play the free demo that's available for all consoles. Oh, there you go. It's a demo available for everybody. So go check it out if you like metal. And I, I didn't write it. I think Adam shooting. Ryan wrote that. So. He did. It's on the Well Played website. So um, yeah. it's uh, it's there. It's in writing. Uh, then we've got the quarry launch trailer. We've heard about the quarry. Cool. Uh, who's going to go play the quarry out of interest? Yes, I plan on picking it up this week. That'll be a Adam and Key game, I suspect. It absolutely will be. I'm very keen. And I've just checked, Metal Hell Singer demo is across all consoles. So I'm, nice. I didn't cool. fuck it. Glad, glad we didn't have to fire that Adam Ryan guy. Yeah, what a... What a no, c- look, I believed you. I just uh, thought it was it. on uh, PC. Then we've got Nightingale, which looks like uh, quite cool. I think I like the premise, but I don't know if the gameplay is my kind of jam. It's a weird mix, isn't it? Because it, it's got a very interesting world that they're uh, alluding to, but it is still very much a survival game with all those crafting systems and resource gathering and some weird kind of crap, like card crafting element that they didn't really explore. So it's a, it's an oddball, this one, but I, I like the look of the world. Uh, coming to PCs later this year. And then we've got a pretty good look at Saints Row, I think. Yep, they're, they're character uh, created, the boss factory. Yes, which you've had a bit of a hands-on with, but we'll talk about that um, maybe a bit later. Uh, coming on August 23, which I think was announced previously because it got shifted, uh, all the consoles apart from Switch and PC. You can read the preview on the website. Then we've got Warhammer. 40K. 40,000 Dark Tide. Um, Jordan, what did you make of this? Uh, I mean, I've been really hyped for it since it got announced, but, you know, 
more more dark tide, the better for me. Mm. So it's your Left 4 Dead adjacent game in the War Warhammer universe, is that right? Yeah, more or less. I like the sound of that. So it is a so it's a co-op shooter. Uh, like okay, so okay, so, so it's like um, Left 4 Dead, like uh, Nathan said. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Mowing down hordes, baby. Love that. Uh, coming on September 13 to Xbox consoles and PC, so no PlayStation. Unlucky. Layers of Fear got next. Now, this is when... when, when Layers of Fears. <laughs> oh, is it? Yep, it's got the, that fucking, extra S. the fucking Makes all worst the difference. name. I hate oh, it. I, so I fucking had a ro- I roasted them in this little blog here for nothing. <laughs> You're going to have to quickly tell us what you've done there. I basically just had a dig at them for calling it the same name as the other game. I mean, it's still dumb. The name is still dumb. But technically, Who's laughing at who, really? Technically, it's different, though. So, um, Anyway, so Layers of Fears. So when this first came up on the on Jeffy's little screen, I thought, well, actually, he had a big screen. Uh, on, I thought it was going to be, I really thought it was like Silent Hill. Um. And then we got fucking layers of fear, fears, which I know that KV frothed because he loves Big Blooper, but I'll tell you what, layers of fear stinks, man. Like, those games stink. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, I find that they're just, they're kind of like a carnival ride, aren't they? But the thing is, is the moment you step backwards, the illusion just kind of breaks. The first, like, the literally. Fir- the first one, like, the premise is, like, it, the premise is actually really cool. The gameplay just sucks. Walking into walking up hallways and things yeah. trigger. And then the DLC was even worse. I think I gave that a four or something. Um, and then KV reviewed the second one and smashed it. Anyway, yeah. uh, Layers of Fears, oh, oh. which is a dumb name, uh, and it's coming in 2023. It looks it, like, like this trailer looks cool, though. So I'll give them that. You look cool. Thank you. I think they make a good trailer. Yeah. I mean, like the medium was again, like the medium was the same. Awesome premise, but just poor execution. Eh, eh. I feel you, man. Um, and then we got Gotham Knights, and we got to look at Nightwing. I know that Adam is real keen to chat about that. Yeah, a little bit. He's just nervous talking about DC's Avengers. I want this game to be good, but the I, trailers aren't doing it though. It's like it's making me less excited every time they show it off. Like the initial, like the announcement trailer, I was like, "Yep, could be good." Then they showed there was some weird RPG, uh, like number above the head mechanic, and I was like, eh, "Please don't." And then the Court of Owls kind of got me back in, but yeah, every time they show new gameplay it just it it pushes me further and further away so i want to be surprised but i'm i yeah i'm i'm not getting my hopes too high for this one you you see like five different variations of nightwing here very very different kinds of nightwing but they don't draw any attention to it whatsoever so it's an odd one here i don't know what this trailer was supposed to convey and he doesn't have a thick ass and that's completely against his character in the comics so not too crash hot on that either they just lost their KV. Yeah. Mm. No, he's just um, got a thick head. So, right. Okay. Uh, did that have a release date? No, that doesn't have anything here. So, game it, is It coming. just exists. It's is it? October? No, no. Does it have a release date? 
It does. Adam will get us the release date. It does but on the twenty fifth of October. Oh, yeah, baby. So that, what's Midnight Suns? Is October seventh. October 7th. as well. Oh, lots of superhero stuff going on. I think I'm leaning towards Midnight Suns. Yeah, Sun same. Even I am, and I just like both of them. Well, speaking of superheroes, I want to quickly before we wrap up and go to the final showing. How good was The Rock's uh, appearance at the Game Awards? I oh, love, grown. Oh, sorry, Game Awards, fucking. Summer Games Fest. He and loves a self promo, doesn't he? Oh I, my god! Adams, Adam made a comment, and I really appreciated it when it, it was on. But it was like Jeff had gone to cameo and got The Rock to do like a video <laughs> for him. Ah, yeah, boy! And it discounted too because he got to advertise his energy drink, um, which I thought was really good. But it, like, but he's right there. Like that's what it felt like. It was so mm. out of place and went for way too long. And just came out of the field, mate. Why'd you have to pump up your energy drinks for? Like. He does it every time he's on screen yep. these days. Uh, like, I like The Rock, but... He's no John Cena. That made me not like The Rock. Uh, that, that's, that's your first... Oh, my goodness. Him trying to crack jokes, like, off the cuff... You're right. ...is, is kind of what, what wore me down. And I think that was around the time of Hobbs and Shaw because he improvised jokes in Hobbs and Shaw, and there are jokes in that film that, that do less than land. Yeah, right. I've only really seen the, f- the film's... That I've he's, seen. So he's not all good until there. he goes off script. <laughs> I've only f- seen the films that I've seen. Exactly. What I like. <laughs> <don't> like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, look, look, look. I mean, he's like, not wrong, wrong though, is Jum- he? <laughs> Jumanji. You know, great in Jumanji, but he's on script, right? Yeah. I mean, I can only go off the films I've seen. I, 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 worded, I worded that very, very poorly. It's <laughs> very yeah. good. Hobson Shaw, the wheels come off. Um, what do you think of the Jungle Cruise? I didn't mind that. Haven't seen it yet. But Wasn't I'll give too it a bad. Crack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So then the finale was well. There were two things, kind of. But basically, it was uh, well. There was almost three things. So there's Naughty Dog. Uh, Neil Druckmann came up on stage, and he, uh, they discussed the Last of Us multiplayer project, which basically is still cooking in the oven. They showed off a concept art uh, piece, which showed off the game's location, which if you have any understanding of landmarks across the world, you would probably recognize that it's in San Francisco. Uh, but Neil is saying that it is big. It's as big as their single-player games. It's, it's going he to be He said big a lot, didn't he? Yeah. It's uh, very bigly. It's so, just a takeaway. Uh, but one, one thing I didn't quite... I mean, it makes sense, but I'm trying to in my head trying to make it make sense is it, sound, it sounds like they restarted it two years ago which would make sense sounds like because it. the game last was part two only came out two years ago but um i thought they would have maybe when he like when he says it like that it makes me think this game hasn't really been in, de- in development for that long really at all then yeah, so we said be the waiting. ambition overtook the project yeah so it makes me wonder how far away is this actually is this game going to be because he did say that It'll be 2023 by the time, you know, we'll see it next year. Or we'll see, we'll get more stuff next year. But, yeah, when he puts it like a number on it like that, like it's only, it's only been in, in dev for two years and it's as big as the other games, I, mean, I, I think, fuck, it could be 2025 before we even see this. Um, I don't think that's unreasonable either, yeah. I guess it depends on how hard he makes everyone crunch. The other thing, I mean, you'd hope that maybe a lot of the assets and and work is already there because from from part two. So uh, he did say that there will be a story to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, don't, we don't really know much. I'm keen though. 
uh, I'm keen for this. And then I can't recall if this was before or after the the main uh, the main event, but uh, Jeff did ask Neil if he was working on a because he Neil was talking about who was working on which projects, uh, and then Jeff asked him, "Are you working on a, a new project?" And Neil said, "Yes, he is working on a project, but obviously can't talk about it." So uh, excited to, to learn maybe what that is. Because uh, if you've read the news pieces that have gone around in the past few months, there's that fantasy game that they're potentially working on, and apparently he is not attached to that. So we've got uh, the next big announcement, which we all know what that is, uh, the multiplayer, this new fantasy game. You know, they're all at work at Naughty Dog, but old Neil's not on either of them, so I wonder what it could be. Oh, sorry, and we've got news for The Last of Us show. Well, we've got a, a screenshot, um, and fucking Jeff was like, Wow! Amazing, uh, the Oscars, and it was just. And like, then they brought out Troy and Ashley, and they're like, "Oh, they'll appear in the show, but they won't be their characters because obviously that that's taken, mm-hmm. uh, and they won't be minor roles." But none of it really means much. So no, um, and then we got the big announcement, which was the Last of Us remake, which did leak earlier in the day, and they made several jokes about that across their little showing. Um, One of the industry's worst kept secrets. But uh, it used to be. Yeah, so uh, even if this wasn't leaked, this is still a disappointing announcement for me, I think. Um, In what regard? Yeah, please elaborate. Because we know that it's been coming. It's not, it's not a, it's a, it's a remake, I guess. So it's not like, I kind of think this is a big finale. It's not a big, wow, what a, what a final. Um, this ain't no. Yeah, yeah. I think you know if we got something from God of War, for example, from the new God of War, or if we got, I thought I really, really did think I might have even said this on, on the on the potty that they would close with Kojima's new game. Oof. Uh, or sorry, the horror game, or whatever it is, whatever the fuck it was. In in, in all fairness, didn't Keely say you know, don't really expect anything new. This isn't new. Well, yeah, but we got a fair few news things. This is new in so much as this is its first announcement. Um, yeah, but it's everybody knows kind of, kind of thing. So two things I'll quickly say here. Uh, one, I'm excited that they're bringing over the AI from The Last of Us Part 2 because that Same. blew me away. I honestly yeah. have not thought of a game that comes close to showing that level of dynamic AI. It's so tense and it really elevates the game. So that's going to be cool. Uh, second, I'm really quite miffed at the fact that this is going to be a full-priced PS5 title, for, for, as I understand Fine. it. Is that correct? So we will have, So we will talk about that. So, the, okay. the, so this game is coming on uh, November. Sorry, September the second. So, yeah, September two uh, for PS5 and coming to PC at a later date, which is cool. It is cool. I was actually a little bit surprised by that. I thought this might be one of the very few IPs that they keep to themselves, but I guess. It's so old I now. would not Why be surprised not? if they only put the first one on PC and then we're like, if you want the rest, you have to come to our platform. Mm. Well, they'll uh, have it set up that you can basically stream it on your PC within the next 12 months anyway. Yeah, but Australia is... Now, uh, I don't... Australia won't support that. <laughs> there are a lot of... There's three different editions of this game, I believe. Uh, now, Adam, you might have to play Google here on this. But I believe that all versions come with the Left Behind DLC. That was my understanding. So yes, when you factor that's in that, that is 
I can't remember how. Is that what six to eight hours? Sure. Five. Five or yeah, five, five to six. Um, which remastered also came bundled with. Did it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that again, so I'm not that mad that it's the full price. I'm surprised that it's full price, but I'm not given that it's got the DLC included and it's full. You know, it's a, it's a massive change. It's built from the ground up, as they say, um, or rebuilt. I chortled. Um, <laughs> Where's this ground you're talking about? Because uh, I've seen this all before. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's excessive, but it it doesn't make me mad. Look. As much as I might be like, oh, that's a tall asking price. Am I going to get it? Yeah. Yeah. Look, sorry. look, I'm like, I'm fucking keen. Like, I will play the shit out of this game. So, I'm sorry, but I'm with you. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so when it I comes am. to the price, I was talking to someone and because they also had the news that part two sold 10 million units, which is a lot. It's just but impressive. the game was insanely expensive to make as well. Yep. And so, my. A few people that I was talking to were theorizing that maybe the reason the price is so high on the remake is to try and recoup some of the costs that they perhaps weren't expecting to. Ah, that game. That would have made back its money. 10 million copies. I reckon that's made back its money. Yeah, but these companies also just want more and more and more. Of course they do. They're businesses that that's what businesses there was also various editions of that game yeah. which didn't add any yeah. new content either so but yeah the but I'm, I'm not entirely against them selling it at full price purely because you know this is a full-on project remaking a game in, in a lot of ways remaking a game can be harder than making a new one because you have to bring over a lot of things which conflict with modern technologies um and i think the idea that a remake has to be cheaper kind of uh, invalidates a lot of the effort that a lot of developers go through in making these projects. Do you like the fact that you've paid over 300 bucks to play this game three times in the past decade? Yes. No. The thing is, you no. don't have to buy it. No, no, no. But I mean, all of yeah. us here, we've obviously very much enjoyed it, and it just sounds like we're probably going to jump in for a third time around. We're going to have good fun with it. But when you put it in monetary terms, and you think about it for a quick sec, whew, that, uh that's probably be the exception because I don't think I've actually spent any money on yeah, so the Last of Us. This is okay. where Sorry, I didn't have a PS3 until in, in principle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a PS3. I got the Last of Us remastered for free, and I borrowed a copy of Part Two. I this man think money has become an odd number to look at and to make a call on value wise as a reviewer who gets most things for free yeah that that's a free um, i've become much tighter before before we had the website i would just buy everything so it wouldn't matter like but now i've become i don't, don't really buy that much not because i don't want to but because i mean i don't have that much time however i would i will go out and say that i think this project is going to be worth the money Adam, you're not you you you're muted. I know because wanna... I'm having a rant and it 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 won't add anything to the conversation, but it just. I get to at least hear it. Yeah. I won't even get to hear it in post, man. This is terrible. Nah, I'm just saying that I gives think gives me the shits. I can you know I think it, it is fucking expensive. It's probably too expensive, like 125, which you've said. Is that just the base version? 
Yeah, that's that's, that's per what EB oh, wait, wait, games. Are they, that's the base version. Are they charging version. the one twenty five for it? Yeah, yeah. Like so, we're yeah, talking. So, when I, that's why I said full price yeah. PS five. Yeah, so, and that's just I, for your I, base version. I think I knew they it, were charging a lot because I saw people rumoring that it was going to be seventy US on Steam. And I was like, oh, which is don't do which, that. which is yeah, one twenty five. Yeah, I think because um, it comes with the DLC. If they've and if they have remade that whole thing as well, I'm okay with it because both like because that DLC is fantastic. We've the game spoke, is fantastic. We've spoken about it before when it was rumored like yeah. just prior to official announcement i just think it sets a it sets a gross precedent going forward that you need to remake things for them to be worth replaying um mm-hmm. which i don't Absolutely, think yep. is true and also it it like there's just they could be moving on to something else like i'd prefer that talent to be doing something new rather than going back to something that came out in 2013 or whatever like it just yeah yeah i mean i'm a i'm an advocate for new ips over sequels and remakes in in Mm. the best of times but something like this that i really don't think needs this care and attention feels like it's taking away from something new and it just frustrates me so i would agree with you pretty much all the time on new ips over remakes and stuff However, yeah, in, it's this, usually your position, yeah. in this situation, I think the fact that we're getting a TV show, I think a remake is a very, very, very smart idea. I think it's yeah, a smart business fair. decision. I don't think it's a very smart creative I think decision. For you, for you, yes, because you've already played it. And I think if you ask most people who have played the, the first one, most are probably going to play this if they can, if they have a PS5, for example, and if they can find enough spare change down the side of the couch. But... I think this is going to open up the franchise to a lot more people than just people who played this game on the on the PS3 or the remastered on the PS4. So I think this makes more sense in that way rather than just a plain old remake. Or so uh, another good question around remakes is just just quickly because we got to wrap it up because we still got to talk about Xbox and whatnot. Um, is the RE4 remake now? How much do you think that that doesn't have a price yet? Well, not not that I've seen. Is it on EB's site, Adam? Uh, Adam I can have a look. So, wonder not being a first-party title, maybe yeah. it's ten bucks off, eh? Ten to fifteen, but we're still talking northwards of a hundred, eh? I would. Most my guess was going to be ninety-nine. Nothing yet, but yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd guess ninety-nine. So, I'm thinking PS Five would could it could it go as high as one hundred ten RRP? Maybe one hundred nine. Meh, maybe I I see it being a, a ninety-nine. Ah. Oh. No, Village was Village was 109, I think. So, I don't know, maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I see but, where you're going with this, but I just, I, yeah, the, the, the Last of Us thing gives me the, the shits. And it's, I, I think I'm too angry about it to see the, the, the reasonable side of things. And I can see your point of it being a good business decision, but it just... Yeah, it just feels gross to me. I can't wait to be in Adam's shoes. He's just seething as he's playing. He's like, fuck I, I, this game's going to I'm not going to play it. I do <laughs> not want to play it, and this, I won't. Yeah. Are you I, I also, I, I get what Adam's saying in terms up. of like... Who's, who's PSN's free? <laughs> get, get fully I, I get what Adam's <laughs> saying in the sense of it being a dangerous precedent, because as well, it's also kind of erasing how far Naughty Dog has come since the original to the sequel. Because now if you play 1 and 2, you're going to be like, they play the same. Whereas if you play the original one and you play 2, now you go, wow, there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, got, that, 
that that's something that I got a lot and I really appreciate with as forwarded it is the Master Chief collection because you got to properly experience one by one how far they de uh, developed in terms of gameplay and mechanics and you, you, you just you lose that in a remake and there's no there's no right answer it makes complete sense why they're doing it but as someone who appreciates that side of it it's also a bit grating so just just very very quickly just back onto that re4 and last of us one comparison there's similar but i would i think i would say re4 deserves a remake more however capcom mm. have milked the absolute fuck out of that game which makes the remake which makes making it again feel a bit similar to what sort of what how adam's feeling it's like oh you know they're cashing in again on this but this time it feels like it's worthwhile um because that is what a 20 20 year old game no that will be close 18, to 18 i think yeah but yeah um but then when you think about it like ps3 was 10 years ago so it's 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 quite old now and that game does not much like you know re1 uh, sorry the re4 when it first came out that game does not play well we've got new actors involved and stuff like that they yeah, swapped yeah. out ashley you know they're, mm. they're making some interesting changes you don't know what you're in for yeah so yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what price that comes at, because uh, I feel like that's a that's a proper proper remake. All right, let's uh, have a break, and we will come back when we've woken up at three a.m. Watch the show, and then we're we'll back here to chat about it. Bye soon. See you soon. Tune back in shortly. <laughs> Welcome back to the Well Played DLC podcast. We are here with Mark Isaacson. Hello. He's joining us. Uh, Thank you for having me again. Uh, wasn't here for the what was the one we did earlier? The Summer Games Fest. Summer Games Fest. Uh, joining us for Xbox Bethesda. Nathan, Adam, Jordan. Welcome back. Uh, I am still Zach. So lovely to have you with <laughs> us again for round two of this wrap up. Before we get started and get straight into it, there are three things that I want to quickly mention. The first thing is quickly about the quarry. Uh, I actually didn't realize until I think it might have been a tweet that Mark, you had either liked, commented or shared or whatnot. Um, oh, yeah. But the death rewind mechanic that I spoke about earlier that's actually not included in, sorry, not included from the start of the game in the standard edition of the game. So if you buy the standard edition of the game, you actually have to unlock that mechanic. Um, so if you buy a oh, more expensive gross. version of, of, of the game, I'm not, I'm not sure what the, what the versions are. Um, yeah. Then, then you get it from the start, like a DLC or whatever like that, but which I find quite interesting I actually kind of almost prefer just buying the standard version and then you have to live with the choices that you make and you don't have the option of going back on them. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I think that's that, that's a good way to play it. Feels like than, it eliminates some um, of the agency otherwise. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. So if you were, I, I don't know if, if that impacts my score. I think it maybe might lose half a point because I think, I think that's a bit of a shit move. Uh, it, should yeah. just it was um, it was Jess McDonald who uh, tweeted that earlier this morning. Yeah, uh, I saw. I, think the other I saw day, it was, maybe. Yeah, it was her, but I didn't realize who. It, I, I thought it was you that actually, uh, you know, yeah. pushed it in front of my eyes. But um, I, I, I think it either should be in the game from the start or not in the game from the start. Everyone either has yeah. to unlock it or, or not. Anyway, 
Um, second thing I want to quickly talk about is a game that when we did our predictions, I was like, no, 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 I'm hearing it's not coming. It might not come this year. And then two days later, it got a release date for September and that was Evil West. So whoever's been uh, feeding me little little whispers, there are, I got <laughs> no idea. But I'm, I'm very, very, the topping block. very excited for that game. I think it's September 20. I don't even remember now. Someone check that quickly. <sighs> September 20 it is, mate. Yes. Yeah, cool. Nice. Uh, so I'm very, very excited for that. Did anyone quickly see this trailer or the release date? No. I did, yes. It what looks are you good. Thinking? Yeah. It does look good. You look good. Yeah. Okay. I'm keen for it. Definitely, I was maybe expecting a little more AAA, perhaps. I, I don't know. Like, I know with Punching Flow and Wild. Hogs, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a bit janky, uh, but it definitely looks like a double A uh, title. I'm okay with that. Uh, the I'm third thing, yeah. I can't remember what it was. Should have written it down. So we'll just get straight into the main course. So earlier this morning, we had the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase. We will wrap through and give you our thoughts uh, on the every every title but before we do that like we sort of did earlier this morning give me a 10 to 15 second 20 second max i'll give you 20 seconds max uh thoughts on on the overall showcase adam you want to kick us off yeah um similar to summer game fest i there on a similar to the playstation fucking whatever that's called i've not had much sleep today state of play thank you the the pacing was really good um, it felt like it went a lot quicker than Summer Game Fest where, you know, The Rock didn't jump in and spruik his wares for fucking 20 minutes. Um, and yeah, similar to State of Play, there may not have been a game for me in every announcement, but it was still solid and I could still appreciate the, the games that were being announced and the excitement for the things that were there. So yeah, solid overall, I think. Jordan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, much... Uh, like Adam you know not everything that was announced was for me um, but I can also appreciate the people that are excited for those things so I think it was good to kind of have a bit of everything for everyone Mark uh, kind of sucks that so much of it was 2023 but I think it's a good uh, showcase in terms of a, a lot of new stuff uh, a lot of stuff that uh, will hopefully flesh out that next year or so of the release window so yeah good show uh enjoyable um unfortunately no viva pinata though so you know <laughs> negative points for that yeah <laughs> nathan yeah look i think 90 percent of this showcase was just for me i there's there's new stuff that we've never seen before that i very much want to get my hands on immediately i was absolutely chuffed i haven't seen a, a showcase of this caliber in some time this was xbox bringing the goods and a bit rich the fact they think that this will all be playable within 12 months but still ambitious and quite <laughs> exciting there's a lot just around the corner september october is packed after this hmm i'm on the opposite side of of nathan i'm a little bit disappointed but uh, we'll go through it, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Would, would, you, would um, you say you're playing devil's advocate? No, I just think... <laughs> fuck it, I'll just tell you now. I thought there were 
uh, they promised all this stuff is playable within 12 months, gave pretty much fuck all release dates. So yeah. Yeah. They, never, yeah. they, they didn't commit to any dates. So they can easily just push these games out. The majority right. of stuff we saw, I, I think, is third party. Um, and the third thing is I still don't know what's their big game for this year. They still don't have a big game for this year. I don't cool. think there is one. So they're, they're the three things. Yeah. I, I feel like they haven't addressed the main problem. They promised a lot of gameplay. It was I think they mo- they were mostly talking about their bookends, the Redfall and the Starfield. I thought in between there wasn't like big meaty showings, unless maybe Forza was, was probably it. But um, it was fine. Like it, it was fine. But I think it did uh, one of those other big to- – like there's lots of question marks still about Hellblade Avowed. Uh, Fable I didn't expect, so that's fine. But all these other games that just, again, like we didn't see anything from them. But let's move straight into it. The third thing that actually, which is separate to what I punched into the chat here, but the third thing um, is I mentioned this on the potty this morning or the just the previous half. The Last of Us multiplayer, uh, Buddy Watson and I have made a second bet for a second Blue Heaven milkshake and it is that uh, I am committing that the day before will launch before the multiplayer for The Last of Us, whatever it is. So, um, now how I'm glad you you're only betting milkshakes, if, mate. Fucking how hell. How do you feel <laughs> if the day before launches literally the day after The Last of Us <laughs> multiplayer? Well, that's, the irony. That's a, that's a lost bet, isn't it? It is. <laughs> All right, so, uh, buddy, you're on for uh, a second, second blue heaven shake. Kicking things off this morning, though, was Redfall. So we got a pretty good look at Arcane Austin's vampire uh, multi co-op or solo shooter, which is sort of in the in the vein of like Left 4 Dead, like a horde uh, shooter, pretty much. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, on paper, I was kind of keen after seeing it. I'm sort of keen, but it's given me um, Back for Blood, Rainbow Six yeah. Extraction vibes. Like, I just, mm. yeah, I'm not seeing it's a, like a long time of uh, playing this here. But I think, you know, being, being on Game Pass, that might help that. Anyone want to jump in and have a chat about Redfall? Real quickly, yeah. I think that it appeals to me more now after that gameplay because I watched it back this morning. I, at, at 3am, probably it didn't sink in as well as it did. And I was probably a little bit cynical, but having Arcane's gameplay stylings in a multiplayer package, I think is more appealing to me than, I know it's sacrilege, but more appealing than say Dishonored because I, I, I don't know. I just, I can't Cancel quite get behind. Us. Yeah, I know Dishonored and, and all of those games. I get too meticulous and I get bogged down in the details. Whereas something that I can just enjoy the mechanics and have a, a good time with mates. I think I think I'm really going to enjoy this game, and it it's one of those that may not look super impressive in like little vertical slices like this. But I think when you're in in the weeds with your mates gunning down vampires, I reckon it's going to be a blast. I will say I think the second half of that trailer, all that showing, improved a lot. I thought the ah, first for half, sure. One yeah, first half was a bit yeah bit rough but yeah uh jordan you had your hand up very quickly yeah uh, i just want to quickly chime in uh i'm i'm cautiously optimistic i just think off the back of uh back for blood it's just that game has shown how easy it is to get that formula wrong so yep. arcane kind of needs to tread carefully fair yeah, call agree agree yep. uh so that is coming i think pete 
old PD said uh, early 2023, uh, and it's going to be day one on Game Pass. So exciting there. Next one, which was kind of leaked if you follow the right Twitter accounts, and that is Jordan's little baby, yes. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Uh, Jordan, I know you want to have a chat about this. Ah, oh, man, it just everything about it looks so good because they've pretty much done marked improvements on. Uh, you know, just look, looking at the flow of the combat, the animations, and even just the, the moveset available, they've just fleshed everything out from the original, which, you know, hopefully makes it worth the wait. Unfortunately, no release date. We only think it'll be 2023 because this showcase was supposed to be the next 12 months of Xbox. See, I want to quickly bring that up. Now, that was mentioned by the host. I can't remember the lady's name, but that was mentioned by the... She came on after Silksong. Yes, but then when they closed out the oh, yes, presentation, yes, yeah. they, they, they did, did yeah. show the next 12 months of Xbox okay, and then okay. Silk Song came right after that. All right, cool. I do recall you saying that, but I just wanted to get it in writing. I mean, you, um, you could be right, but, you know, I'm just going off of what the presentation kind of showed at the end. Um, it looks hard as fuck, that game, by the way. Yeah. All right, cool. No, thank you for um, <laughs> thank you for agreeing with me there. Uh, and then we got a game from the creators of Rickon. Sorry, one of the creators from Justin Royland. Yeah, yeah Justin Royland, who's uh, the the creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, it is called High on Life, and it's got these like little uh, guns that are that are sort of coming to life yeah. and making the, you know little. The, the first gun shown off actually uses the voice acting talent from the guy that plays Morty. Morty. I mean, it is the voice of Morty. He never changes yeah. his voice, which is no, hilarious yeah. in its, its own right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no release date for this one, uh, but they did say it's coming to Game Pass on day one. Yeah, it looks. It, I mean, it could be entertaining. I'll probably bounce yeah. off it, but I'm sure probably more, have a good more time. entertaining than Borderlands Three. <laughs> it looked zany enough that that it got my interest. But I, I like what Squanch have put out. I like uh, Solar Opposites and Rick and Morty. I'll, I'll, I'll cop that. Nah, fair play. And Trova is an absolute banger. So fair enough, mate. Uh, then Riot Games. There was a little uh, showing for for Riot Games. Uh, they come into Game Pass with uh, League of Legends, League of Legends Wild Rift, Valorant, Teamfight Tactics, and Legends of Rune Terror. Rune Terror. Yep. So Correct me if I'm wrong. Out. That's all PC Game Pass, not Xbox. P- P- yeah, it's all, uh, it's all sorry, for PC yeah. and sorry, mobile. Sorry. They're coming to and, games on PC. Yeah, uh, and it's not that they're coming to Game Pass. It's there are benefits, benefits for those right. games coming to Game Pass. It's almost like how Origin is a part of Game Pass, except as a part of this service being with Game Pass, you also get the benefit on mobiles as a part of the account association. Yeah, yeah. For uh, League of Legends, Wild Rift, uh, Legends of Runeterra, and Team Fight Tactics. This is one that uh, that I was saying, like, this bounces straight off me because I'm not a, a fan of any of Riot's games. But yeah. it's a it's pretty big for people who are, though. Like, this is, mm. as if, if you're talking Huge. value for money, it's, like, it's massive, yeah. So it's, I, I, I it's a pretty good a, move. This is a big get for both sides because, like, yeah. uh, Riot, Riot will get a massive kickback from this and there'll be a massive spike in people that subscribe to Game Pass because they play these games. Yeah. And they want those benefits. For sure. Then we got My Little Baby. My Little Pony. 
My Little Pony, My Little Baby Pet Rat, uh, a Plague Tale Requiem got a gameplay trailer. We did not get the release date that I was expecting, which is a bit of a bummer. However, tonight, uh, Focus Entertainment have tweeted out that a release date is coming on June 24 at 2 a.m. There's like a Focus showcase where they will give the release date and a extended gameplay showing. Uh, I'm super keen for this. This looks pretty, pretty dark and... And Grimm uh, got, I mean, the first one did feel heavily inspired by The Last of Us. And this is this is sort of feeling the same sort of way, you know. Amicia has become a bit of a badass. Um, you know, she's, because uh, in the first, I think, you know, we've said it many times here, that, that this one looks a lot, there's going to be a lot more focus on combat uh, with the crossbow and she's shivering people from, from, from behind. So I'm keen. I'm very keen. My only hope is that they don't do the reboot Tomb Raider route where they're like so, uh, they're so not wanting to kill and then like 30 seconds later they're a murdering machine. They kind of ease into that theme a bit more because that's what they were hinting at with the whole thing. It's like her going from this reserved person that doesn't want to take life to just being like, fuck it. Yeah, I guess there's context because she has to protect her, her, her yeah, brother. Yeah, but, sure. but, you know, we'll talk about that when, when we actually get our hands on the game. Anybody else excited for Plague Tale? Yeah, I'm definitely keen yes. for it. I really yes. enjoyed the first one, but having more combat is going to be interesting in that world, I think. So, yeah. It's a, it's, whether or not you're familiar with this game, it's a super solid trailer. I haven't played mm. much of the first game, but it was so well edited, edited that it mm. had me hooked. Oh, have you mm. not finished Agreed. the first one? No, it'll probably be on my pledge list next yeah. year. It, it needs to happen, I agree. It does. Well, this is coming I, day one on Game Pass, so... I, I agree. I would probably say it's one of the best edited trailers I've seen in a long time because a lot mm. of them, there's always just something wrong with it. Either they cut too much or the music choice is all wrong, stuff like that. This was just really good. Not with my mate, uh, Olivier, behind the uh, behind the wheel, mate, in the uh, composer's chair. Uh, we then got Forza Motorsport. So they're dropping the numbered titles from the looks of it and... Yeah, this looked Im- very, very impressive. Uh, mm. Looked very pretty. Uh, and it's going... Uh, sorry, where's the spot? It's going back to Maple, Val- Maple yep. Valley. Yeah. Yep. The, yep. the trees look amazing. Yeah. That's what so I've got they're, out they're of that re- trailer. The trees are amazing. They're, they're, they're <laughs> recreating one of, the, uh, one of the first uh, Forza Motorsport tracks. But what they really focused on is some of the more subtle details of the game. So stuff like time of day changing like the the temperature of like the road which will change how your tires handle and grip and stuff mm. which is really cool does anyone think that that little part of the trailer where they did mention the trees and they showed the crowd and they talked about that do you reckon that was a little dig at gran turismo 7 because that think had, about it maybe that had, yeah. some, that had some some pretty that's bum, an issue, isn't it? um uh, like environmental textures and stuff like it didn't look like on the actual cars and stuff it looked great but there were times where you know the actual locations lo- looked a bit a bit junk and i do recall there being like quite a quite a bit of commentary um around that so i do wonder if that was a little bit of a mm. bit of a jab yeah wouldn't be surprised uh speaking of jabs uh microsoft flight simulator is getting a 40th anniversary release uh, which will be a part, which will see a partnership between Microsoft and the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum for a special experience. That's 
all that we've kind of got on that. I mean, again, it looks super pretty. And then right at the end, uh, we got um, they revealed that the Pelican from Halo Infinite is going to be available in the game for free as of today. That was so impressive. For a Microsoft simulator to, to do that, to pull something like that and obviously put some effort into it, oh, mm. that sounds really It's cool. actually really interesting when you think about it because they would need to make it feel realistic, but how do you make something that doesn't exist feel realistic? And something that we've never piloted in-game, so yeah. good on them for their ambition. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, has anyone played... played oh, um flight simulator it's on... in my pile of shame no i haven't and i hate <laughs> that i need to it's it looks so good every time you see a trailer it looks so majestic yeah. you just want to get on board i have spent a few hours with it literally just flying around my hometown back in ireland yeah. just to see what it was mm. like but that was before i think they did the recent updates because they've been going uh, around yeah. remapping every area it's very That's impressive right. though like did actually seeing the PC? view it's yeah PC. Or, yeah yeah so on p like i got the I actually got a review code on PC um, and I tried to play it, but my fucking PC just, this was the, the old rig. She just, she barely took off, mate. Um, <laughs> she wasn't happy. But then I went and the tried to play The fans just it got on, louder for you saying that. It's not pleased. It. On yeah. consoles and it's actually quite hard to play with a controller because there's so many different buttons you got to push anyway. Uh, Overwatch 2 was next and that, again, uh, this was kind of pretty much leaked ahead of the showcase but it is going free to play uh, it's also coming on october 4 in early access i believe yeah mm-hmm. yep uh, and we've got to look at the series newest hero an australian f- uh fighter that didn't have a name i don't think or maybe it did. Uh, i don't think she got a name but it's the junker queen junker right. Qu- yeah yeah uh, junker queen uh, anyone got any thoughts on overwatch uh I'm I'm hesitantly excited. I was a big player of Overwatch One. I've been following the Overwatch League for years now. Mm. Um, the fact that it is going free to play is probably the best thing they could ever have done for that. Mm-hmm. I think putting another sixty dollars onto it and expecting people to pay up for PvP again would have been a bad idea. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how it turns out. But the PvP is going to be. Uh, Probably roughly the same as what it is, or as it has been, even though it's 5v5. PvE, however, has been delayed, I think. Uh, like the story mode that they've been talking about. That might be the paid part, uh, maybe yeah, next year. Yeah. But we'll wait and see. They've got a presentation coming up, so who knows? Uh, then we got Ara, History Untold, which Jordan thought might have been Age of Mythology, but he was incorrect. I was wrong. You were, I you were wrong. Was, was, it, was, was that other thing you said? No, we won't, um, we, we, we won't go there. Uh, I thought so, this was going to be Rise of Nations, yeah. but I was, I was also wrong, but that's fine. I thought it was going to be Pharaohs, just to chime in with what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep cut there, mate. Yeah, goddamn. Um, anyway, so, yes, yeah, so this is a historical turn-based strategy game where your choices will shape history. Uh, it's coming to PC, Game Pass, no dates revealed, but we're assuming 2023 at some stage. And no gameplay. No gameplay yeah. this one. Mm. Uh, then we've got the traditional Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> rollout, uh, the new expansion, High Isle, which Jordan will talk about probably next week uh, or in a couple of weeks, is coming on July 21 to Xbox and PlayStation consoles. I believe it's, it's already out now. on PC. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is out now on, on PC. Then we've got Fallout 76, new expansion, uh, new um, coming in September this year. 
Speaking of expansions, Forza Horizon 5 is getting a Hot Wheels expansion. I cannot believe I called this. (laughs) I cannot believe I called it. This was just a shot in the dark. (laughs) Well, sometimes... I... I loved the I loved the first expansion that they did with Hot Wheels, but they've yeah. done that. They've also brought out an entire Hot Wheels game. Do we have too much Hot Wheels? No, sorry, very, very different though. Never. Nah, mm. I didn't play any of them. I'm jumping on with this baby. Nah, fair play. Uh, all right, then we got a cinematic trailer for Arc Two, which saw Big Vinny D uh, riding a dino. Got his top off wanted. too. What a beast. Did have his shirt off. Looked uh, in good nick. He did. Uh, coming in 2023. No gameplay. Uh, then, no we got, gameplay. then we got a trailer for Scorn. Uh, it was a fucking... This game is weird already. No was this was a very strange, um, dare I say, pretty shit trailer. Uh, the music kind of did not really fit with what was going on. But we did get a release date, July... Sorry, October 21. For this, so uh, coming to Xbox consoles and PC and Game Pass, I'm still keen, but they haven't. Really, they've not do you get agony much. vibes though? I was chatting with uh, KS a bit earlier tonight, and I was like, "Look, I'm glass half full still," and he's like, "That trailer was shit." It was. <laughs> um, mm, it, it just was reminded rough. me of agony. It had yeah. no color palette, and it was all about the squeamishness, which was just agony. Mm. Yeah, but also agony, agony was a. <laughs> not a good time uh, then we've got Flintlock The Siege of Dawn which is coming from Ashen developer A44 and I think Kepler Interactive is the publisher uh, it's a action RPG where you kind of have is it like guns and magic I think yep it's kind of like guns and um, magic and an axe yeah, it's kind of like Greedfall in a way, sort of, if you ever played Greedfall. She That's what I flip. thought it was. I thought it was Greedfall 2 to start yeah. with. Uh, it, looks, it looked pretty cool. We got a little bit of gameplay, no release date, but it is coming in tw- uh, in early 2023. That, was the, f- that was the first game of that entire stream where I actually stood up and said, oh, okay. Like, it actually caught my interest above all the others up, up to that point. Hmm. It's impressive. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Minecraft Legends was next, which is um. So sorry, what is this? It's an is action strategy game. Yeah, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but it's a new game, so it's not an expansion. Yeah. correct. No, correct. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a new game. Uh, yeah, so it's a new new game. Um, where players will gather resources, explore the world, and fight against the piglins as they attempt to corrupt overworld. It is coming to Xbox consoles, PC in 2023. Interesting that this one may not be, at least from what we can see, coming to PlayStation, given Minecraft is already on PlayStation. It is coming to Game Pass Day 1, if you were wondering. We got... Give me more. Did Minecraft Dungeons hit PlayStation? I don't know. Yeah, yeah eventually. Yes. It did. PlayStation and Switch, yeah. So this could be a timed thing, perhaps. Yeah. Mm. Next up was Lightyear Frontier, a fresh start. Who I Which can't... we all thought was No Man's Sky for a while. I know, yeah. <laughs> right. we, we did for the first yeah, a few seconds there. We thought it was No Man's Sky, uh, but that was actually a bit later on in the in the showcase. So this is a farming <laughs> game, apparently. I don't even remember. Yeah, it's a farming yeah. game with mechs. 
Yeah, I tell you what, I'm not. Yeah. I, I can't say it. It catches my eye, but the mech that looks like a tractor is just wonderful. I don't. I, care, I, I don't <laughs> particularly care about the game, but as far as design goes, that's that's pretty great. I, I'm interested because it just looks like a nice game to turn your brain off. Yeah, it does. Yep. If you're into that sort of thing, I can I can see the appeal. Yeah, I'll play it. Why not? Then. Gunfire Reborn. Sorry, uh, Frontier Fresh Side is coming in early access in 2023 to Xbox consoles. Uh, then we've got Gunfire Reborn, um, which is a cel-shaded roguelike where you assume the role of a fairy fighter and make your way through waves of enemies to power up and defeat bosses. Coming to consoles and Game Pass in October 2022. Uh, it is already on Steam, though. Yeah, it released on Steam in, I think, November last year. Okay. Yeah, this one I think oh. Jordan's played a bit of, right? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then we got a game which caught my eye. Uh, it's called The Last Case of Benedict Fox. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it says that it's got that its art style is inspired by Tim Burton, so you know it's going to be all kinds of wacky. Uh, you play as a... Uh, it's like a side-scrolling adventure where you play as a detective who's called... Benedict Fox, and he explores the minds of recently deceased people to solve a murder and a missing child mystery. Coming to Xbox consoles and PC in autumn 2023. Any uh, Anyone else joining me on this train? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, man. Was it, yep. Did it give yep. off like a Metroidvania vibe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it's like yeah, Lovecraftian. Yeah. Like Lovecraftian as well, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the visuals look really imaginative. So, yeah, it, it ticks the mm. Lovecraft box for Zach and ticks the Metroidvania box for me. Yep, uh, it's got Tim Burton in the good old Tim Horton. Tim old Horton. <laughs> <laughs> then was a, as dusk falls. Now, this was a very interesting game. I we saw we saw gameplay, right? Was it actually yeah. gameplay? Yeah, yes. that was all gameplay. Yeah, yeah. So it's um. I don't even know how, like, what you'd even call that that style of gameplay. Does anyone know what you'd? It's like, like um, I think they're calling it an interactive drama because they like the yeah. this game wasn't announced during this showcase. They announced it previously, but hadn't really shown off a great deal of it. And this is kind of the first big chunk we've gotten. And yeah, it's I suppose it, it's kind of like yeah, you go, Nathan. You probably. You can... I wasn't going to... No, no. I was just going to quickly say they buried the lead on this one by saying it's a one-to-eight player game. Yes. Yeah, yeah so that's... At the yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't... I don't know how that How works. do you play this? Correct. So, and Nathan, correct me if I'm wrong, but this reminds me of like almost like a visual novel kind of how they did it. So like yeah. each scene yep. is sort of like its own... Yeah. Like there's no sort of movement or kind of. It's like... A yeah, very, the motion's really staggered yeah. like a like a, a motion... What do they call it? Motion graphic novel or something yeah, like that, yeah. which is a genre that you see very little of because it can fall apart quite easily. It can be yeah. almost a bit nauseating at times. Yeah. So it's, it's like the on... multiplayer is kind of like Until Dawn, so that every player has a different character in each scene. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Ambitious okay. but interesting. Coming mm. July 19, so it's not too far away. Uh, Xbox mm. consoles and PC and Game I Pass do... Day One. I do uh, want to see more. Yeah, so it's definitely unique but um yeah i think i need to see it uh properly in action hmm. then we got naraka blade point which i know jordan was a little bit excited for this i've already played it i'm just excited oh, for other people to play it. it um yeah this is just a melee oriented um battle royale which is actually pretty cool 
uh, it lends a lot of design features in terms of like the uh, traversal mechanics from like Sekiro uh, and it's coming to Xbox uh, and PC via Game Pass on June 23rd and we'll have crossplay. Love that. Love that. Uh, Grounded was next up and that is uh, releasing in full in September and with a campaign uh, that you can play solo or with Hell friends. Yeah. Who's played the actual early access to this? I have. Yeah. I played I it when I think it was day one. It was still very yeah. buggy, but it was interesting. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Then we got uh, Eroban, Shadow Legacy, Eroban. Eroban. Uh, Eroban, uh, which is from Baby Robot Games. It is described as a fast-paced stealth platformer where, where the player, um, where the player's players, Ayana, Ayana, uh, who has the ability to move through sh- move through shadows in order to sneak by enemies, or the, or get the drop on them. It's got it's got a pretty cool art style, and some interesting mechanics. Uh, no release information, but coming to Game Pass, Hell so likely yeah, twenty twenty three. This looks sick. Uh, I like the the way they use the shadows. It reminds me of uh, doing the the squid form in Splatoon. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Oddly enough, it, yeah. it, it even visually kind of looks that way. But no, I'm mm. I'm uh, I'm quietly keen for this as well. This was a, a cheeky little surprise that I'm yeah interested to see more from. It looks cool. Then we got a Obsidian were on the stage again, this time with Pentiment, which is a uh, medieval-inspired narrative adventure that's set in 16th century Bavaria where you play as a journeyman artist during a time of great social unrest. This has a very, very cool style, one that I very much am intrigued by. This looks like a Zach game, and I'm behind it too. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with uh, you, buddy. I think we're all in on that one. keen uh, Keen to see how that one plays out uh coming in november no actual date but um yeah set that for was november a surprise at this stage yeah i mean obsidian as well very different mate, they, got, they, they must have a lot of uh a lot of people working at, at that at that place mm-hmm. uh then diablo 4 was wheeled out on stage with the necromancer taking the lead uh Ad, uh, sorry, Jordan. I think you were, you and Adam were a little bit keen on this. Yeah, yeah. It uh, Diablo Four is looking really good. I'm a a quiet defender of Immortal. Not that uh, Immortal's monetization is any good, but in terms of a pure gameplay sense, it's really good. Uh, and Diablo Four just looks like that, but better. Uh, the Necromancer looks sick, and they showed off some more, uh, more of what to expect in Diablo Four, and some new stuff like. Um, the stronghold system, which is basically like capturing points to turn into towns or dungeons. They showed local events. They showed world bosses. Uh, so they're bringing a bunch of MMO elements into Diablo, which is cool. Nathan, it's going to be a shared world game like uh, like Destiny and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, I was, I was going to say, you uh, t- sounds like you didn't weren't that convinced. Well, not that I yet. wasn't convinced by some of the open world elements. So the stronghold stuff that they're talking about, you liberate these strongholds, I could turn to a town or a dungeon. I'm thinking this is just the bullshit that I've played a hundred times over in Far Cry and other open world games. This is not new. Um, there's a twist in it, sure, but um, that some of the some of the open world stuff that they're bringing from established games wasn't as exciting to me as things like seeing the world bosses in action and the dynamic they can play with it. 
flitting in and out of little portals and stuff. I could see you, you, you meet up with a bunch of mates and you, you go out in the wilds and something like that pops up. That's really cool. Nice. Uh, Blizzard said that they will be supporting this game for years to come once it does release in 2023 for Xbox and PC. Then we've got no, Sea of no Thieves. Word, no word about PlayStation. <clears throat> no. I'd be uh, very surprised if it did at this point. Hmm. Bit of a shame, but... That's what you get, eh? When you uh, when you buy, when you buy big companies. Uh, so Sea of Thieves was up next. Season seven update, cool, whatever. Glad for the people that like that, but it's coming on July twenty one. Anyone excited for this? I, I know a few actually. people that are actually. <laughs> I, I I like Sea of Thieves. It's a, you know, if you if you like Sea of Thieves, it's got good stuff. Uh, you know, ship customization, captain customization, uh, proper captaincy stuff like that. It was announced a while ago, and Adam is saying, cool, oh, we uh, got to see it. Old mate sang a nice little tune there. Next up was Ravenlock, which I don't even recall even seeing. I don't think I've even watched this, but this is a action-adventure title set in a fairy tale land. Ravenlock makes a strong first impression with its distinct and beautiful visuals. Coming... You did, you did see this, because this is did the I? one that you said reminded you of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's yes, right. that's right. It's exactly. very much okay. under that, cool. yeah. Cool. It's um, worth giving a look because the, the art yeah. style alone is very unique. Yeah, like I'm interested in this. Yeah, yeah. that I mean, it looks yeah, really like that, cool. Yeah. That was definitely a little bit bizarre. I did uh, like that. It is uh, coming to Xbox consoles in 2023 and, of course, day one on Xbox Game Pass. Then we got a very exciting little um, game called Cocoon, which is from... Uh, Annapurna. It's from Annapurna, but also from the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside, mm-hmm. Jeppe Carlson. Uh, Jeppe. Jeppe Carlson. is it? Yeah, it's Danish. Sorry, my... Um, That's all right. My, uh, Danish How would you is know? A, is I've, I've got a good mate from, from Denmark who's, uh, who's a Jeppe. <laughs> <laughs> this game this game looked very cool very 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 cool adam i know you were very excited about this yeah this was my my game of the showcase by by yeah. country mile i think it, it looks, looks really good it looks fantastic like it's got pedigree from the the gameplay designer from limbo and inside obviously um but it's got a cool like the actual puzzling of it looks intriguing and i like the idea of a the whole inception kind of world within a world within a world and visually it is stunning like the it is yeah yeah it's drop dead gorgeous has a cool hook i'm into puzzles yeah yeah it, it ticks all kinds of boxes for me so i'm very yeah. very excited for this one yeah, yeah nice this one Absolutely didn't have agree. a date uh so didn't actually i just flicked through the trailer just then and there's no yeah not, year, no mention. so we'll see if that hits in 2023 but it's coming to Xbox consoles and of course Game Pass. Wolong was next up. So uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty or Dynasty, however you want to say it, coming from Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo, uh, which is a Musu game uh, that has a player wading through waves upon waves of enemies during a demon infested version of the Han Dynasty or Dynasty. Fuck, whatever you'd say. <laughs> coming to Game Pass, Xbox consoles, and PC in early 2023. Nathan, I know you're a bit of a fan of. 
the reverse yeah. Kangas. Sorry, I mean the Moose. No, James. no, you, you, you're halfway there, mate. Look, she, she's no, she's no great Emu War Part Two, but um, look, it's a new game from the near folks. Doesn't look like a great visual improvement on their last couple of tiles, but that's no, that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Um, these folks know how to make a solid action title, so yeah, get hacking and slashing. Cool, cool. Then we got Persona. The Persona series makes its way to Xbox and PC with uh, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royale. Uh, Royale is going to be first release on October 21. So this was an error they had in their trailer. It said October 21st, 2021. They have since... meant to be 2022. They have since pushed it to 2022, but last I looked, the description for the trailer still said 2021. I don't know if they fixed that yet. Yeah, right. When did the last version of this game come out on PlayStation? 2019. Yeah, it's got to be. Persona 5 Royal came out in 2020. It came out um, in the same month as Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Yeah, and um, look, this is the first time that Persona 3 Portable has been available outside of the PSP, PS Vita. It's Mm, a terrific game, so I'm really keen to get back on this one. I'm the most excited about playing that as well, yeah. The the description for the trailer still does say uh, 2021. Love that. Somewhat Sucks to be the uh, owner of a Nintendo Switch, though. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch, Mark. <laughs> He's speaking the truth. Yeah. All right. Then we got probably the two two big uh, reveals of the show. Uh, Kojima was brought out, and he confirmed that he's working on a project with Xbox Game Studios utilizing their cloud technology. Uh, used a lot of buzzwords about what do you say, like new, it's going to be like something unseen before, a um, bunch of new concept or something like that. Go for it, Nathan. I'll have a quick brag moment on this one. When Pete, I think it was Pete, it's like, yeah, we got some, you know, big name in the industry that we're partnered up with. I was like, Kojima, wouldn't it be hilarious if it's Kojima considering the relationship with Sony? And then he mm. appeared and I was, you know, sort of pat myself on mm. the back with that one. Nice um, That's very unexpected, right? No. No, no I, I I absolutely called it on the last podcast. Yeah, did you? Oh look, well, righty yeah, yeah, I think we all. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we, we all. Jamie would shock in yeah. some oh, form. Took the wind out of my sails, but hey, at least like mine's right. Good on you. Sir. <laughs> well, I think it's because it, it's it it leaked. It's the yeah. oh shit, the, did yeah, it? It's the rumored project of oh. overdose. Well, we we <laughs> we, we attributed yeah. that was Kajima's project, but um, bummer. I'm surprised we didn't even get the Neil Druckmann treatment. We didn't didn't even get a concept art. Or anything. Just so, got... obviously, I'm massively keen on whatever Kojima's got cooking, but this felt really at odds with what they were trying to cultivate with this whole mm. showcase of this: everything you see is coming out in the, the next 12 months, or mm-hmm. this might start development in the next 12 months. Like, it just, it, it felt a little bit against the grain. But in saying but, that, it's Kojima, and I'm very excited in, to see what in, it is. In but also it, yeah, saying that, that it's Kojima, so he could just be playing his cards very close to his chest, be like, we haven't started it yet, and then, you know, halfway through next year, haha, it's ready. He's a troll. Yeah. Did, yeah. He, did, he, did he say that he hasn't started it yet? No, he just said that it's it's going to be a while. Like, he yeah. he didn't sugarcoat the fact that this game isn't going to see the light of day for quite some time. Mm. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah. A very funny note was that after this, there was a petitioned by angry playstation people to make make uh kojima take away his xbox partnership with like are you serious i don't think it cares about what a hundred of you think 
Well, there's like 1,400 people that had signed it, so mate. Oh, a, no, 1,400 people. What's those pitch, The internet those was a mistake. It was. All right, then the final uh, big show, uh, the big showing which we all kind of expected would be the case. It was Starfield. Old uh, Petey said that little Toddy will come out and uh, talk about it. So out, out he came. Um, and we With saw that it wonderful, in action. Uh, what was it, a, a, a shirt and right. shoe combo? That's the, right. The, he, uh, he loved the maroon. Maroon, the maroon oh, shoes and the maroon jacket. It's a bold uh, choice. <laughs> um again use use a lot of lot of uh buzz like like marketing spin i think in that you know most ambitious project they've ever done i'm honestly surprised he didn't say his trademark word his phrase it just it's, works um oh. and like i, I um, guess that's because from the trailer it showed it didn't really but and uh what, what else did he say it's like uh it's it's about the the journey that you take or that you make yeah. or something like that yeah anyway we got we got about fifteen minutes of gameplay. I assume everyone's watched it. Yeah. Right. All right. So we'll talk a bit about this before we wrap it up um, and give our final quick quick thoughts. Who wants to kick it off? Jordan, I know you were you were pretty keen. Yeah. So I am still really keen, only because I love RPGs, and Bethesda kicked off my love of RPGs with Oblivion, which is where they're taking supposedly taking some of their notes from for this game. But boy. You don't need a thousand planets and a hundred systems. And boy, do they need to ditch the creation engine because it is showing its age more and oh, more yeah. every time they use it. Those I, soulless I noted, character models. Soulless <laughs> character models. The, 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 the combat looked really flat. Um, and like I even noted immediately like when the ships were landing, all the dust that was kicking up looked awful. Yeah. It looks awful. And there, there, there was it one thing. Works. That, there was one thing that all, um, <laughs> that all three of us commented on while we were watching this. Oh. Yeah, need... when they kicked it up, it looked exactly like No Man's Sky when they kicked oh, it off. Oh no, wasn't yeah. that? But um, oh. but it, when we were talking, but oh, that was definitely yes, a thing. yes, yes, they had a really stupid UI decision of every single kill you get puts up a little marker in the middle of your screen. Not even little. I'd say like a good 5% of your screen that just says, here's the amount of XP you got in a solid white box. That yeah, is it was like the a most... grey box with like, like a white yeah. right camera. It is um... the most baffling UI decision I've ever seen because that's just intrusive. Mm. It was an odd choice. Odd choice. Mark, what did you think of Starfield? Uh, having played so much No Man's Sky the last few weeks since we've already mentioned it, I'm, I'm not sold on this yet. Like it looks like it's a just a higher quality engine to a point, but still got a lot of technical issues. The facial animations do look like better than existing Bethesda stuff, but still has that weird sort of jankiness to it, which I've never really been a fan of. Um, yeah, I, I don't know yet. I'm, I know it'll be a, a enjoyable experience. I'm not necessarily excited about story. Looks kind of generic in that sense, at least. Uh, for what we've seen so far, so, so what, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. What is the take on the story? I do, I do remember watching it, but I don't really recall. Like, I think what... it's something to do with uh, like a hero's journey to a point where you have to find a particular relic, like they're All looking right. for something in particular out in the world. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there's pirates or something. I think. Yeah. Space pirates, mate. You got to watch out, mate. Space maybe pirate. this is actually part tre- part treasure planet. That's, uh, <laughs> so. Adam, Adam's mind is blind. Uh, Nathan, what, what do you reckon? 
Uh, look, I think that's probably what you folks have also observed. So I wasn't none too impressed by the opening of this. So things on the moon, obviously there's not much color here, but it's a moon, so what do you expect? The UI wasn't really selling me. It wasn't until that we saw the character creator that I went, mm. ah, yes, Bethesda. That, yeah, they know how the to Bethesda. do a character creator. So you got your, your traits and stuff like that. And I, get, I really love digging into the nitty gritty and the options that they give you and the fact that that carries into uh, conversations. So I always liked how they can build their sort of little conversation engines. So the customization options is what got started getting me, but then they started showing the sort of trees. So you, you actually don't get, I think, well, at least what they showed seemed to imply there's not a whole range here and, and then like a given ability, you might just level it up like three times from use. So it yeah. seemed maybe I was expecting a little bit more. But as I, as I mentioned, the character creator is what's got my attention here. How that translates to the actual game itself remains to be seen because there's no immediate drama to the story. This isn't a mass effect where there is a hook. There is a, you know, something that's going to put the galaxy in jeopardy, at least not as we know it yet. So it looks, again, like you folks saying, it looks a bit more like No Man's Sky. This is a bit more of a muted sort of low-key um, story that we're seeing um, maybe they got their cards up their sleeve the, the one thing i was really disappointed by and it's a note that i've always kind of disliked about bethesda's movement from oblivion to skyrim and onwards they really love their dull muted palettes since they went into skyrim and like aside from maybe that one like neon punk looking city it was very dull like, there was not a lot of colour. It was very, very muted in its colour palette, which was a bit so of a So what you're shame saying cause... is they're doing the MCU style. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty, Just pretty much. And, in. like, if yeah. you're going to have a thousand worlds, don't make them all grey. Let's hope not. A little bit of ice, a little bit of fire, maybe. No. <laughs> Mix it up a bit. Adam, what did you make of Starfield? Um, a bit basically careless. Like, it looks, it looks good, and I'm sure... Once it's out and it's been out for a little while, I might give it a give it a tickle, but it's not something that is going to be on my most anticipated list. It yeah, it doesn't it doesn't do anything major for me. And yeah, as far as when when Jordan was saying about previous Bethesda RPGs, like I am definitely a fan of Bethesda's open world RPGs, but I am a bit worried that they're going for quantity over quality, and if they're gonna mm-hmm. do any sort of procedural genera- generated worlds, I worry that it's going to... Because you know how in Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout, you kind of wander into little situations that have their own micro-stories that even if there's no dialogue, you can kind of tell by the environment what's happened. Even ESO I, has that. Yeah, I just wonder how that's possible with procedural generation to that degree. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm happy to be proven wrong, but... Yeah, I, I bounced off this a little bit. Cool. Uh, I'm a bit with you. Not really for me. So a bit too, bit too big and a bit too futuristic. I like my games more medieval and rat infested. But um, I think because it's on Game Pass, I'll, I'll definitely play it at yeah. some point. So Exactly. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Quickly whip around the table here. Give me your... Uh, Favorite two things that you saw and the biggest disappointment of the showing. Mark, what's yours? Uh, biggest disappointment would be no Viva Pinata, clearly. No, um, to be honest, like I, I was going through the list of some of the games that didn't show up at all. I'm very surprised we didn't see anything from State of Decay 3. 
let alone like whoever the hell was Hellblade 2 like these are games that I thought we would have seen something of by now uh, and didn't um, I think in terms of what we did see though I'm very keen on uh, Pentiment uh, Ravenlock Last Case of Benedict Fox I think they're probably my top three from that show it was a good uh, collection of indie titles I suppose you can call them um, getting free to play Overwatch 2 I'm keen for that Plague Tale looks fantastic as well so a lot of good stuff um yeah yeah so redfall actually um took me quite by surprise uh, i think i was actually opposite to you zach so when i saw this and you know on paper and we got that concept trailer i didn't give two shits seeing it in action it actually yes yeah you're right does kind of look a bit like back for blood um but with a bit perhaps a bit more personality and a bit less abrasiveness between the characters and so i'm keen to get the right like-minded people together for that and i think yeah like mark i think pentiment just seems to be this like surprise hit that just sort of came out of nowhere and you're just staggered by it um i need to see more of what's going on with that 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 could be a real surprise come november have you played the procession of cavalry i think we've spoken about this game before that's the first thing that came to mind yeah. isn't it but no yeah. i haven't played it yeah, yeah. If Mark, have you played that? Have you even heard of it? No, no, I haven't heard of that. that. Do you like Monty Python? Absolutely. You should check this game out. You will absolutely yeah. love it. Uh, no, Jordan, while you're, uh, what was your biggest disappointment? Sorry, Nathan. Oh yeah, sorry, biggest disappointment. Um, yeah, that's a good one. It look, it probably was. Oh, shit, maybe maybe Ara. The fact that this is something that you know when, when we hear about it and it's something new, um, maybe from like. Were they implying it was like the Age of Empires team or something like that? Anyway, the fact that there's no gameplay whatsoever, it was one of the few things where we didn't get any gameplay, and I thought that was just a big shame in in this reel. Cool. Jordan, what are your faves and dislikes? My, my faves? So my two faves would be uh, Silk Song, Hollow Knight Silk Song, and Erebon Shadow Legacy. Uh, you know, both really cool looking titles. My disappointment, despite me still being keen for it, is Starfield, only because I went from being keen for it uh for its premise to only really being keen for it because i've liked bethesda's previous works and i want another space game rather than anything it showed me specifically cool adam what's uh what got you going cocoon is my my top spot i'm all kinds of keen on that and probably oh probably diablo 4 because i know it's the thing that I'm probably going to play the most out of out of this whole list, um, and as far as disappointments, Arc Two, because fuck me, it didn't need to be there, and it just took up space. That was my runner-up. Good well, on no, you. No, because here's the thing: uh, Summer Games Fest got the rock, so Xbox yeah. had to get Vinny D. <laughs> that's it. Man. That's fair. Continuing yeah, that's on the rivalry. Fair. Yeah. Um, all right. To close it off, mine it would be too easy to say mine that. Uh, Playtales there, so I'm going to go with Last Case of Benedict Fox and Pen- Pentiment for my two faves and Disappointments, what I kind of mentioned earlier and what Mark kind of touched on. There was just too many big big names that I feel like should have been there that weren't there. So like your yeah. Hellblades, your State of Decays, Avowals, etc. Um, so, you know, based on what they're saying, like to, to me, they're still saying that Hellblade, which has been in development for, what, five years now? Close to or four years? Something like that, yeah. It's still not going to come out in 2023, or at least the first half of 2023, which blows my little tiny mind. Anyway, maybe Phil's going to surprise me. We'll see. All right, thank you for checking out this week's episode uh, of the Well Played DLC podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the Game of Christmas, got 
any little treats under the tree there. Uh, and we will see you next time. Have a great, have a great, win, great weekend and a great week. Go to www.well-play.com.au to check out all the content. Mark's got a review of Neon White coming up. Uh, my quarry review will be up and there might be something else. Actually, no, yes, today when this is out maybe, uh, my big feature for Born Punk developer insert disc 22 is out. So go give that a, ch- a, a read and that's all. Cheerio. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.